Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Nightmare Cinema. I very nearly said the title of the film. We were going to discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the next episode in our remake season. Um, so I'll give you some clues as to what it is that we're going to be talking about today. You'll probably get this straight away, John. Well, you know already because you've watched the film. Oh, I'm failing. I'm failing today. I'm failing all over. Believe me, you, the, the, there is more spectacular fails that have happened to me today. I'll just okay. say that. So this is a film directed by Samuel Bayer, who is a music video director. Um, it was written oh, by Wesley Strick and Eric Hazarar. Stars <laughs> Jackie Ale Haley, the mumbling Rooney Mara, and the pale and clinically depressed Kyle Gallner who I am absolutely disgusted that he has been cast in the next Scream film, to be honest with you. As soon as I saw his pasty little face, I was like, oh no. Um, This film had a budget of 35 million and in its opening weekend in the US and Canada, it didn't even rake in the same amount of money. It was was 33 million for its opening weekend, which is not a good indicator. Worldwide, worldwide, it grossed 170 million. I really wanted to start this, John. I normally start this with a fact, don't I? But I'm going to give you... I've got a fact for you. Well, you (laughs) hold on to that fact for just one minute. So we are, of course, talking about the 2010 remake of the 1984 Wes Craven classic, A Nightmare on Elm Street. So this little quote I want to read out to you was from Ben Childs, um, who wrote this review for The Guardian in May 2010. Um, I think this little section I picked out pretty much sums up how a lot of people felt about this film. So, um, Wes Craven's original 1984 Nightmare on Elm Street introduced Freddy Krueger, a hideously burned, bloodthirsty spitball of menace who murdered his victims when they succumbed to sleep. Ironically, most of the critics who caught the 2010 remake found themselves struggling to stay awake for very different reasons, with no razor-talent angel of death to put them out of their misery. Do you agree so far? Yeah, it's okay. kind of <clears throat> spot on. more eloquently put <laughs> than I would say. But. Complaints range from the sheer predictability of the setup to the inability of the usually excellent Jackie L. Haley to get under the skin of the character inhabited for so long by Robert Englund. Ugh. The new version from Michael Bay's Platinum Dunes company and overseen by music video director Samuel Bayer feels like a commercially driven attempt to revive a franchise that's been deader than most of Freddy's victims for a very, very long time. The new film excises the campy one-liners adopted by England and later Elm Street sequels, but some suggest they would they would have preferred the odd dodgy pun if only to add a little cheesy life into the proceedings. So, John, I just I know I know that you're trying. If you if you could see John's face, dear listener, he is he looks depressed himself to be honest with you right now. So, I'm just going to ask you a few questions, John. I don't need to go into too much detail yet because I want you sort of chomping at the bit, and then I'm going to unleash you like the beast upon the world. So. Is this the first time you've seen this film, yes or no? Yes. Yes. What made you put it off? Because um, and I, what's the point of watching it when the first one's... It just, it just didn't appeal to me. It, it's, it, it whiffed of a pointless remake. There's nothing to be kind of improved on of the infamy and celebration of the first one it's not like an overblown overrated cult masterpiece like masterpiece like texas chainsaw massacre which needed which had room for improvement i don't think you could have got any better than what you got with this so just whiffed of cash in straight away that just put me off right right away and rightly so okay so if you were to sum up this entire film in one sentence how would you do it? What would One you sentence. Yeah. Um, Michael Bay doesn't want to direct anymore, so he wants money and lots of it very easily. So he employs hacks to create shit that already has a fan base that he can just rinse. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, yeah, I, okay. I am furious. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not... I, 
It's okay. Know. Just take a breath, John. Just take a breath. Do you want to have a little five minutes, a little lie down? No, I'll no. lose my... Your rage hard on. Yeah, my rage on. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I'm just going to talk a little bit about my initial reactions to this film. I obviously sort of saw this when it came out, being a massive fan of the of the series. I was, despite all of its faults, um, I was really excited to see this. And then what we got was finally, and I say this from the perspective of me in 2010, what we got was finally a dark film without Robert Englund, without the campy little jokes, without all of the, the, um, the reference, so the sort of the way that they died in the old films was like they died by their hobbies or their interests, which was just so stupid. And I'm glad we didn't. Are you okay? Yeah. Oh, um, you, I'm just. Did you I'm, think this when you saw it or when it was released? When I, well, I saw it when it was released. So it wasn't like, oh, oh, this could be good. This is after you'd seen it and you walked out and evidently you had a smile on your face. No. And you claim you, to be my friend. You haven't let me finish, have you? I, I don't think you should be allowed if it's going I think, where I think it's going. Well, I don't think you're wrong. Um, so those were the aspects of the film that I liked. However, there is a lot about the film that I really, really dislike. <clears throat> and we will come on to that as we discuss. So my initial reactions were very, very, very mixed. Um, it was the tone that I wanted, but it wasn't right. It just was not right at all. Um, so I want to discuss the choice not to include Robert Englund. What did you think? Did you think that hindered it? Did you think that helped it? Nothing helped this. Oh. Um, I, I think they wanted him in it and he said no. He just read the script and went, are you fucking joking? I, I and actually... Then, and then... I don't think he was offered a role. Well, I think he went, thank God I'm not offered a role in this crap then. Well, not being funny, but he was offered roles in most of the sequels, which are a lot worse than this. A lot worse. And he took them. There's a purity about the sequels, though. I don't, I don't mind even the shittest sequel compared to this. I just don't... This is the... Right... Are you, can go I on, be get stuck now? in. Go, right. go, go, go. When you when you make a re, when you do a remake, right? You're not continuing anything. You're building on something that's already in place that people fucking love. These people love this thing. They love it like it's their own kids. You you have a a, a duty to then give them something that they deserve. If you're going to remake their children, basically, you have to make sure that it's different but the same nostalgic but new and gives them everything that the first one that the original gave them differently it's very, it's so difficult it's an art making a proper remake as we discussed last the other the other day when we did the excellent texas chainsaw massacre which is a lesson in how to do how to do it this isn't what they've done here they've had a meeting and they've said accountants come in right what what can we do to extort these people Oh, I know. We'll get a, a fairly decent cast. We won't give them anything to, to, to build on. We won't give them anything to work with. We'll just have them all mumbling and just ad lib and they can just scream all day. We'll get Jackie L. Haley, who's a creepy looking guy anyway, who would who would who should have been a brilliant Freddy Krueger. She's just not. Uh, because again, he had nothing to work with. It's like, do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland. And I know it made 150 billion gajillion pounds and all that, and it's revered all over the world. It's not a good film. Mm. But you think to yourself, Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland, that is a marriage made in heaven. That's mm. the film we've all been waiting for from him. It was it sucked. Entertaining, mm. yes, but no, it's no. And Jackie L. Haley as Freddy Krueger is very similar, albeit on a very much lower, lower down the ladder. And you think to yourself, that gives me a bit of hope when you see him in this. You think, oh, that's that, that could be all right. Rooney Mara, same. She's always been, I mean, girl with the dragon tattoo. I know this, that was made after this, but obviously I got to it later. I've liked her in just about everything she's done. She's she's brilliant. Um, again, didn't get anything to work with. Thomas Decker, again, he made those Kaboom films. I don't know if you've seen them. Very, very well made. Top Tosh, but really Solid, and he, 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 good. Clancy Brown, a, a legend. The Kurgan, they shouldn't have failed. Connie Britton shouldn't have failed. 
this is this this is not this is not a shit cast. It's not got a shit budget. It's just made to get money out of people like your pocket and into theirs. That's all it is. It's it's it is a con. It is a fucking rip off. And this is what makes me so angry about these remakes because we we've seen them do it. Hills of Eyes, fantastic. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, utterly spectacular for me, better than the original. Mm. But then you get to stuff like this, and it's just going through the motions. Nothing happens in this film. It's an hour and thirty-two minutes. I was, do you know what I was thinking about all the way through? I mean, I did a bit of win, a bit of iPad shopping on online, um, and I just I was so unbelievably bored, and I was thinking to myself, I like all of these actors. I just hate these characters. Mm. I still don't actually know if he was a bad pat or what. What? Because I just, I was, I felt lost how I imagined being in a coma. Oh, and yeah, it, it, the, the, uh, it's ironic that a film about not falling asleep puts you to sleep. It's like this is it. I was asleep by the end. This time I watched it, which you know happens i was just so yeah you just have to like fill in the blanks for me of which there are a fucking lot but mm-hmm. is he is he a big bad pedophile right we'll come on got, we'll come on to that in a second oh. um so I'm, I'm glad that you've brought up the cast because i completely disagree with you on the I casting. Like you. yeah i know on the on the casting i mean there are some good people in there you know you you mentioned thomas decker um He's like been in showbiz since he was like fucking three or something, hasn't he? Like he's been around a long time. He's done some questionable stuff. He's also done some really cool stuff. Um, but his character, Jesse, and I, I, I don't know how much you know about the series, right? So Thomas Decker is quite clearly a homosexual man, okay? Um, yeah. His character, Jesse, is named after, I assume the lead character in the sequel, the Nightmare on Elm Street sequel, um, Freddy's Revenge from the 80s. Um, in that film, it's called The Gay Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and it's called The Gay Nightmare on Elm Street for a reason. You really need to watch it. Jesse is gay, although it's, it's, it's like he's struggling with it. And I thought that was a bit in poor taste. It felt like a dig to me um, to have this gay actor play this character that is we all know is gay but is not out and is struggling with sexuality it felt like a dig to me and I felt like they probably should have changed his name out of respect for Thomas Decker also Jackie L. Haley I don't think I think picking apart what Robert Robert Englund did to Freddy Krueger and I say he did something because he did he made that character into something that it was never meant to be he made it into a joke it was a caricature. And to unpick all of that decades worth of absolute camp shit is always, always going to be really difficult for any actor of, of, you know, any quality. He's tried to strip all of that back, or the writer has, the director has, or they've worked together to do it. They've tried to strip all of that back and make it this pure evil thing it's just not worked on this occasion. And it's not the fact that the film doesn't have Robert Englund. It's just not. It's um, it's 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 the fault of Robert Englund. It's the legacy he has left behind. This horrendous camp over-the-top legacy. That is his fault that a nightmare on Elm Street, a new nightmare on Elm Street, will never work. That is his fault. It is not Jackie L. Haley's. I don't really even think it's um, it's um, Samuel Bayer's fault, to be honest with you. I, I just don't. I don't think it's the writer's fault either. I, I will put that blame at Robert Englund's feet. And if I ever meet him in a random pub in Liverpool, I will tell him to his face. And Kyle Gallner or Gallner, oh my God. He is just one of those absolute drips he looks like a drip do you know what I mean like if I saw him out in a bar or a mate said oh my mates come and Kyle we're going to meet up with him I'd go home within five minutes of meeting him he looks like he just drains the life out of you watching him he just does you know what I'm saying yeah I don't agree I mean I do in this film 
But I've seen he's him like in other films. He's like that in every single film I've seen him in. He Name just, another he film just drains the life. The Haunted in Connecticut. Oh, name another good film. That's that's like producing a, a comparing shits. That no, Look it at isn't. Dog shit. Here's a cow shit. That's what that's doing. No, it isn't. It's not Haunted my fault. He's picked. Born. I didn't know he was in that. I forgot. Yeah, about that he is. He's the son who's got him. Oh, he's got fuck like. Off. Oh, he's got like cancer. Oh, you. Oh, he's got cancer and stuff. So he's him. Um, no, I don't rate him. I don't. I don't no, particularly like I him. Mean, I don't like looking they at are, him. These people are criminally underused and phoning in these performances in this film. But I that doesn't take away the fact that they are all okay. capable actors. Let me get over to Rooney Mara then, who mumbles oh God, her he's way. Just, he's, through... just, he's just wobbled his head. We're in for it now. <laughs> she mumbles her way through all of that dialogue. She barely opens her mouth. She's all the way through. You've got no fucking soul, Rooney. Where did you sell it? Did you sell it to the devil somewhere? Because you are soulless. You've got no life in you. You are dead behind the eyes. You are Britney Spears with all of the medication in her, shaving her head. That is what you look like. You are just dead inside. You should, you do not belong in this film. And then for a fan, like me, to read an interview with her saying that she didn't want to do the film. She wasn't interested in Nightmare on Elm Street. She doesn't even like it. And the only reason she did it was to get paid. I just thought you absolute cheeky little bitch. And for you to sit there and accept the character name of fucking Nancy, even though it's a different Nancy. How fucking dare you? Who the fuck are you? You little fucking toad woman. (laughs) <laughs> furious, absolutely furious with that. I hate her. I hate her face. I hate her mouth. I can't watch anything with her in since seeing her in this film. I, I, I can't didn't bear know, her. I didn't know she'd said that. Like, I, didn't, I think that's, if if, that's if very short sighted that it's, it's ridiculous. Fuck off then, because this film isn't for you. This yeah, it was this should have been a film for fans, not for you. So fuck off. She's Jamie Lee Curtis herself a bit with you, hasn't she? She has Jamie Lee Curtis herself. She is. Yeah. She was Jamie Lee Curtis to me before Jamie Lee Curtis was. <laughs> she was the original. She was the OG. I no, absolutely I hate her. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, even if you make a piece of shit that you, but, but, even if you don't want to do it, don't do it for a start. If you're doing it for 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 a paycheck. You've still got, you're not, yeah, you can eat next year or buy a fucking Ferrari next year because uh, the two are really similar. Um, but <laughs> you're not, you, you're not an actor for you. This is, the, this is everything about the arts. You're not in a band. You're not a musician. You're not anything like that for you. You may love doing it, but you're doing it for other people. You're doing it as a form of inspiration. That's what yeah. all of this stuff is about. That's what the fucking Mona Lisa is about. That's what, horns and internet every single thing that's art is built to inspire someone it's that's the purpose of it and that's that's the pressure that's the the job that we're all trying well most of the people that we know are trying to enter into you're writing a book johnny's in a band i'm deluding myself thinking i'm a filmmaker (laughs) we all we all want to get there but with that and we and if we make something truly inspirational then we're going to get our reward that is long fucking overdue but um and if, if you're just going to sit that, if you're going to go, I'll just do it for the money, then earn that money. Mm. Do it for do other people. Do your job. Yes, you're going, yeah, that, that's all That's all they ever ask. It just, and I, and I hold my hand. I do love the girl. I really do. I like her in everything she's ever been in. I think she's fucking great. Um, but it's just everything. Every single thing in this film is so lazy. Mm. Everything that'll do. It's like, yeah. it's like, one take that'll do, child. Yeah, the use of the CGI is shocking. Oh just god, shocking! I'm going to come on to that in a second. Um, yeah, I just, just to pick up the mantle of somebody who is so well regarded and so loved, and yet they don't share the same last name. Well, don't call her Nancy then. Don't call yeah. her Nancy. Call her something else. There's no point. What? What? Yeah. Why? Why have you called her Nancy? It. It was. It was She's different. It was like bitch. it was like just if if the if the original films are there, then what they've done is they've moved it a little bit to the left like that, and they've made something mm. slightly different in places. Mm. What's the point of that? Do something completely original. 
Well, like what's the original? I'm with, also, with this character that everyone knows. I'm going to come on to that as well because I did think they do, did some original things that just didn't take off in the way they should have took off. Um, I just want to hate on Rooney Mara a little bit more. Um, I really didn't like her character. And this is not it's like this emo, arty, mumbling, drawing Freddy's face. Whoa, spooky. That's never been done before. Fuck off. Ridiculous. Like, crack a fucking smile. Do you know, when I was watching this with me mate, Eddie, years ago, years and years, when it, when it probably when it first came out on like Blu-ray or something, we were watching it and we were like, Eddie's turned and said to me, you don't see any of these characters happy. They are miserable from the get-go. Like in the original, like they're all happy and then they descend into this world. You don't get that journey with them, do you? They're just fucking pills straight away, antidepressants, feel like killing themselves straight away. It's it's just gloom from the get-go. There's no, and I love that sort of tone, but you don't get an arc with these people. It's like, we yeah. can't sleep scary things. We can't sleep scary things. Let's kill Freddy. It's like, <laughs> it's that's, like that's it. I, I, it's interesting you said that because I didn't realize this, but I was thinking to myself quite a lot. What the fuck are they fighting for? That none of them have got a life. Exactly. They've got anything to look forward to in their life. It's like nothing, nothing. You're not rooting for them like you are with the original, like even now. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope she's all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, and that, that's, if you're going to make a film like this, especially a remake of, of something that's timeless, then you, you have to get us on side. We have to love them. They, they think of all of the, the, the final the final girls in versus commas. And the, 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 your favourite ones are the ones you're absolutely in love with, the ones that you're thinking about when you're driving down the road and the ones you think about when the film isn't even on. Mm. I can't even remember. I know Thomas Decker's in it, but I don't remember anything about him. Well, um, no, this I, is it. I, I, yeah. he, the the characters are not interesting. He deserves a lot. I mean, he, he he did well. He did all right with John Connor, but he 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 deserves a lot more respect than what he gets. And it, mm. it, the, the the guy is is gonna be when he's haggard and old. He's get they're gonna look back on him and go, oh god, we've wasted a bit of a yeah. I th- I think he's he's only twenty eight, twenty nine, something like that. The guy's yeah, he's, he's fairly young. Yeah, he's he's done so legend. much. Yeah. You are right. He's, um, done, he's done really hard-hitting social issues stuff as well. He's always handled it quite well. Was Kellen Lutz quite like a big star back then? I can't, I just don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I, who, who's he? Which one was he? Kellen Lutz is Dean. He dies at the very start in the diner. Oh, Obviously. I think, he, I think he was, yeah. I think he was going to be like the next big thing, but didn't happen. I always thought that they should have replaced him with Kyle because Kyle, he's not, he's not a sympathetic, Quentin is not a sympathetic character and I was not rooting for Kyle Garner to live because his, oh, do you know what really frustrates me? When they're in the pharmacy and he's trying to get his tablets and he's doing all this, like rubbing his, his temple, like just, just give me the tablet. Fucking frustrates me. It frustrates the life out of me. Go and do something fucking fun. Oh, God, he was in Twilight. Yeah, he was in Twilight. I mean, he's fit as fuck, but um, I wouldn't have killed him at the start, to be honest with you. They just, it's, yeah, just, no, he, it's just a massive shame. A massive he does shame. Have more of a, he does have more of a, a kind of, I hate using this term because it's so 50s Hollywood, but he does have a more leading man aura about him. He, could, he, he can carry a film a lot more than that fucking Kyle. stoner fuck. <laughs> It's, no, just, what, it's just a fucking mess. What else is missing? There is no sort of rebellion against the parents. Is there like in the original film, like Nancy was constantly rebelling against her parents in terms of she knew that something wasn't quite right. It, we didn't have that here. You had the discussions that something wasn't right, but you didn't have the action. And that's a thing with, with films these days. They are so driven by dialogue. And I always think about the exercises we used to have to do. You do not tell your story with dialogue. You tell your story visually. It's a visual medium. If you have to rely on dialogue, you're not doing your job properly. And that's what this film does all the time all the time and the same with those marvel fucks they do the same they it's dialogue and they explain everything through dialogue and their visual is the cgi stuff no 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 
go and write a silent five-minute film and learn your craft again, you idiot. Furious. <laughs> As you can tell. God, I think you're angrier than me. I am angrier than you because I expect so much of films like this, especially ones... Like, why? you know, I, that, I no, why I'm calling you on that. Why? Because, because films like this, I love, I love the Nightmare on Elm Street films. I love Friday the 13th. I love Halloween. I mean, I don't love every single film in the entry, in the, in the entry, in the franchise. Um, but I love them as a whole. And even the bad ones have got like this nostalgic value to me. This is nothing. This is a cold, dead fish. But why, why do you expect things? I mean, why? Because it's a nightmare on Elm Street. It's a nightmare. Fingers on lips. I know you want these things and these things from them, but what makes you think that they're going to happen? Every time it does happen, well, three times out of about 100 films, it's a surprise. So why do you think that that, that's my question? Why do you think that they're going to be good? Because they're not. these, These films are not good. This is why they've got such a shit. Not the well, Nightmare on Elm Street films. I'm talking about remakes. I'm talking when a remake when they get a remake right, it's like fucking a shock. Yeah, it is to me. It is. But why? Why do you? Why do you expect them to be good? Have I got that right? That you expect it? I know you've got expectations from the name, but why do you want expect the remakes to be good? Is my question. I think we should expect every film to be good because these people are getting paid millions of dollars to do their job, and they are not doing the job. So my expectation. No, well, I, I, I refuse. I refuse to live in the real world. I will, maybe, I will. maybe I'm more of an optimist than you are. Surprisingly, yeah. oh, I don't think fuck, that's yeah. Um, I want these films to be good. I want every film I watch to be a masterpiece, but I know it's not. I try not. This is the the, the film world that you're living in now. Is you watch a trailer, it looks dead good. You, I fight the excitement because. I don't want to carry the disappointments. Mm-hmm. I've sat through two Terminator films that made me want to, f- to drink. And if, if you know, Terminator for me is like all horror films with you. It is it's one of the reasons I want to do what I want to do. And to sit through these films with a little bit of, with a little bit of optimism I carried into Genesis and to have it terminated by what I saw then and then to go back why did I go back to Dark Fate I knew that was going to be rubbish I knew it and it still defied my expectations it was even worse than I thought Mm. that's why I can't get excited I am excited however over that new Top Gun film I am excited over that but even then I'm reining that in because I don't want to be disappointed Mm. and that I mean, that if you if you live like it's very difficult to live like that. This is why I'm such a misery all the time, and I drink quite a lot and stuff. And um, when you do that and you go to watch a film, you're not disappointed. You're only ever surprised, pleasantly surprised. I agree. It is shocking that that is the way it world it works now. Considering the money that goes into these things, you should be. Oh, they're making a new Nightmare on Elm Street film. Yes, it's going to be amazing. They're going to get this person, this person, this person. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be brilliant. And then you should see them kind of making it, and it should stop, and then it should come out, and you should be pleasant, like blown away. Every film should do that. But it's not. It doesn't work like that. And mm. unfortunately, you've got films like this, which are toxic, poisonous, and dangerous, which are just designed to get your money. That's all they want. That's the, mm. they, don't, they don't want to entertain you. They don't want to celebrate the original they don't want to bring you something new they just want your money and because mm. it's got that name on it you will always get off your ass and go into that cinema and they know that it's yeah it's it's it should be a criminal effect people should go to jail for this they should people it's a, it's a rip-off it is a rip-off and it's got to stop it's got to stop now it, it really has it's 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 got to the point now where this is as much of a problem as the huge franchises that are just swallowing worlds mm. Hey, Randall, I mean, I completely agree. I completely agree. And, you know, looking at this film, there are so many scenes that are borrowed from the original and copied, but really poorly. Like you mentioned CGI before. Freddy coming out of the wall. What was that? Yeah. Look at what and they did with the original. 
Like, how phenomenal does that look in the original film? And then they do that. Yeah. Absolutely. that bull. I when 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 that happened, that was when I realised what was what was what was going on, and I've been conned. And it was too late and to I, turn back. Yeah, and I was just like, "What the fuck is that?" The bath scene as well. Yeah, the do, iconic do, bath scene. Do do something original with that. It was almost exactly the same, only slightly shitter done. Um, shittier Shit. done, if that's a word. The, the first one, you, even now you watch it and, and the way it kind of rises up and floats to it, you're just thinking, oh my God, it's just, it's just a hand that comes up and goes, basically waves and then someone knocks on the door and you're just like, what what, what, have, what have you done with that? That's original. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. There are some Why original... Did... Go on. I'm just going to stop. I'll, I'll be here for fucking eight for forever. <laughs> so there are some original aspects to this film Um and we'll come on to them in a second. But did you know that this was actually supposed to be a prequel? So they were going to tell Freddy's origin story. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, they sort of did in this film anyway. They did sort of tell his origin story. And I wanted to ask you about that because this story is completely different to the original in terms of where Freddy's where Freddy's from, what his, what his deal is. Um, in the original, he was a neighbourhood child killer. In this one, he worked at a school that they all attended, a preschool. He lived in the basement, which is weird as fuck anyway. Um, he was allowed to play with the kids and interact with the kids. Also weird as fuck for someone who lives in a school basement. Um, and then the thing here was... Um, he's killing them, obviously, but then we're led to believe he is killing them because he wants to get his revenge for what happened to him and he didn't actually harm the children. They lied, but then it flips and it says, actually, he did. He did do these things to us. Um, although the explanation of, you know, sort of why that happened is not really there. Um, do, do you know what I mean? So what did well, you no, think? Well, no, because I didn't, I didn't know, because um, I, I was... I don't know, probably had a seizure or something when it was happening. Probably had a micro um, nap. Yeah. Uh, um, so he is he is a bad he is a, a, a baddie then. Yeah, he did molest the children with you know, it was like violent stuff. There's no like indication of anything sexual. It was so why he is would he coming back them. and killing killing the kids then? Probably because their parents killed him. In in the same way the original. Um yeah. he was killed by the parents, wasn't he? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's in the original. Is is it concrete that he did these things? Yes. In the in the first film. Yeah. I don't remember that either. Jesus, I should not stop paying attention to these films. You really should um, stop paying attention. Yeah. So, and then he comes back and he starts knocking off the kids, the kids of, of the people the, who killed of them. the parents. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, in the original concept for the original film. Nancy was supposed to have a brother and the brother was supposed to be one of his original victims. And that was going to sort of link them together, which was really, I think they should have included that, to be honest with you. Yeah. See, I don't understand how the first one, it's pretty much the same premise, but the first one works. This one just doesn't. I don't know if it's something to do with the time. Might be something to do with the, with the era we're in. Mm, maybe. Maybe it is. But, but it, I, I, can, I can appreciate the first one a lot more. I have a lot of trouble grasping this one. Mm. It is. It is I difficult. Would, Maybe it is. I would have done it. The, what I would have done was that he was actually innocent. And there's your film. He's been punished for this vigilante. He, they thought they were going to do it. He's been. He's been baked alive, tortured, murdered, whatever. He never confessed. You either never know, or he is actually innocent. There's a film mm. right there. Then he comes back and gets his vengeance. This is just like they've tried. It's like they've tried to include so much of the first one, but they've lost the point of the first one. They've the, lost the one. plot quite literally. Yeah, he sounds. He, he, from what he's talking about, he sounds like he's been hard done to. Like he's like, I hate you all for what you've done. You're actually a fucking really horrible person. Just come back and be another horrible person, like the one in the first. That's what it is. I think mm. it's the first one. He just comes back and he's, he goes, "Well, I'm back. I'm going to carry on what I'm doing." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "But he doesn't. <laughs> oh, he doesn't. Here I am. Oh, like what you've done to me, little emo fucking slasher Freddy Krueger, who's like in the corner writing poetry about what how hard done to me is. <laughs> this one, he seems to be that." All he's missing is his fringe and like my chemical romance album on repeat. That's what got me. That's what got me thinking that 
that he hadn't done any of these things because it was it, the the way that even the tonally it goes, and he's running away and he's going, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. That's not you need it in your face that he has done these things. It needs mm. to be one of the memorable scenes. If you find out that he's guilty of these crimes and these are fucking horrendous crimes, mm. then you need to go crime punishment, and then you make it. Then then you have a license to do a very very visual gory death. If you don't have it, and if it's not clear and in your face, you 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 you're leaving it. It's too vague. It's that'll do. Mm, Cancer again. all over again. Again, and it's like just put leave us in no doubt that he's done these things. Don't be subtle with something like this. This isn't. It's not that sort of subject matter. Mm. Um, me personally, I would have had it so he didn't. He was he wasn't guilty of these crimes, and he comes back to get revenge. That's like, I mean, it's a cliche B movie premise but it's still better than what the fucking hell this is so yeah i just don't understand why he kept saying he was he kept going on about how he's been hard done to mm-hmm. mate you've been raping and murdering kids you got off fucking lightly well we don't we don't know if there was any like rape we, i mean we, we don't know there was like definite like torture for, for kids of that age to like completely forget that i mean there's a scene where there's a flashback and i don't know if it's nancy or Chris has got scars on her back from quite clearly the blades, the, the famous glove blades, uh, the bladed glove even. Where have those scars gone? Why she never asked about them? She yeah. would have those scars. I get I get a couple of them. Well, one, maybe two at a push, repressing it so, so they don't remember. But the entire fucking class, everyone mm. not remembering it. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck and off. what I also didn't like about the entire class was that they were the only ones left by the end of the film. Like, there's nowhere else to go. You've, you've sort of written yourself into a corner that you've got two characters to work with. And historically, slasher sequels don't always have the same characters yeah. in. Here we go. Another thing that they could have done, um, at a core group, all of them moving away. And then for some reason, they're drawn back to this town. Like, you can't, you can't forget something so harrowing that's happened to you while remaining in the same place where it happened if they'd moved away i would have bought it a bit more and they've all forgotten then they've moved on with their lives like um what did they do in uh it it's pretty well done yeah mm. um but then they, they start having dreams about the same thing in different parts of the country and then that brings them back this this is two things that are already better than what's in that film and i'm still struggling to find an agent well, email me if you're an agent. I'm gonna gonna come on to this because I don't know if you remember ages ago. Like just as one of my little writing projects, I was gonna write for me, just for me. I wasn't gonna send it off anyway. Um, a TV series based on a Nightmare on Elm Street, and it was gonna be called Springwood, and it was sort of about um with really similar stuff that you're talking about there, really. Um, but. It would be set sort of in the present day, but you go back and see what actually happened to Freddie in that way. It wouldn't be like a linear sort of story. Um, and it would pull on those threads with people who'd moved away and they would come back to the town and stuff. So it's really interesting that you've said that. Um, and coming on to that, there are plans since, since this film's released, surprisingly, for another reboot. So it wouldn't be a sequel to this. It would be a complete reboot. Um, the rights now, it was it's sort of in, been in development hell for some time, but the rights are back with the Craven Estate now. And they're taking picture, uh, pictures, pictures for film and TV shows at the moment. Um, and they want Robert Englund back. Robert Englund. Robert Englund is a bit like, well, he's not a bit like, he is exactly, he's doing for these films what Arnold is doing for The Terminator. And that's holding them back. And no one on earth loves Arnold Schwarzenegger more than I do. Mm. He is everything. He is the greatest, arguably to me, the greatest human being of, of that's ever lived. And I include Jesus in that. <laughs> um, but I, I, he, you're sick. You're seventy-two, mate. You, you have a legacy of two amazing films in with this character. Your, your, your legacy is done. Mm. Give, give it to someone else let someone else do something and that's it i mean it's 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 i mean doug bradley from hellraid i know you hated it but he's given he said no it's the younger man's game now i've loved it i've, I've been amazing he's if he's a 
fucking icon. Mm. But I'm granted they have fucked it up even with that with someone else. Like, but <sighs> but like that's 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 the and Jamie Lee Curtis is these these people think that these films can't exist without them. And I've got news for them all, including Arnold. And I am sorry, sir. You know I absolutely worship the ground you walk on. Um, they they can live without you, and they will thrive without you. So let it go, as yeah. Elsa said. Yeah, on, on like uh, the more and more are coming back to me now. It's like every time you hit Matrix, Keanu Reeves. Oh, John, um, I watched this yesterday. Not bloody awful. And you wonder why I'm so pessimistic. Bloody awful. Wasn't not a great, not, not a great premise. Story didn't really make sense. Don't really get the end, and don't know what was going on by the end. If I'm honest with you, like. Is is Neo the one? Is he not the one? What 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 what? Can it's I just stop much... you there? Yeah, I couldn't give a shit to be honest. Okay, <laughs> I told okay, you. Okay. To I told you. Well, motherfucker, I, I needed I needed to see it just to see what was going down. But the critic reviews were all correct. It the is John absolutely the woeful. Preview was enough. Don't go to that, Sean. It's going to be shit. So Sean goes. What anyway. I said. So yeah, but we don't always agree himself. on films, do we? So, <laughs> did you say I hate? No, it himself? doesn't make. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't make me wrong if you don't agree. <laughs> no, I'm always well, right. You just have a different. I mean, you're opinion. not. You're not right. Fact, fact, opinion. You know what it is. Um. So, did you enjoy the Matrix then, or was John right about that? Matrix Resurrections. No, it was not. It was not great. It was not great. I tried to watch the first one the other day, and I do like the first one, and I got bored of that. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's very much of its time. The, the Matrix and that time is gone. So let it go. So, so what would you do if you're going to bring it? Why am I playing darts? Um, what would you do now if you were going to bring it back? You would change the the, mm. the whole cast, and that's what these people refuse to do. They, they they think these films live and die with the actors of the original cast. They don't. They live and die in the hands of talented writers, original writing, creative direction. What blew everyone's mind about the first Matrix was the way it was filmed. No mm. one had seen that before. Yeah. How many people turned and looked when they saw those bullet time things? Amazing. Yep. Just amazing. It's it's um it repeats all of that. It doesn't really add anything new. And by the fourth film, seen it. And it's God, been that was good, that. it's been like what, 20 years, 25 years is it since the original one? Maybe. I can't remember. Um I don't like yeah, it's, I it's don't done. get I just, it's done. I'm, We've got them. I'm, I'm thinking more and more about these films that are getting remade and they have... I don't mind a little cameo now and again. That's all right, I suppose. But, like, don't... You have to then write the the, the iconic actor into the story and then you're sacrificing your your true story to get mm. them in it. Like, oh, fucking harking back to that Terminator. He's, he's aged. The fucking Terminator has aged and he lives... He's a fucking dad. The fucking Terminator. That that is having to write Arnold back into it, and your story just going. That's that. That's done. I'm off. <laughs> yeah, it's um. Yeah, and in the it's Genesis one, where she's calling him Pops. Oh God, John, it's okay. It's okay. Oh. You don't. It's okay. Don't cry. And we can't get work. If if there's a billionaire out there who wants to invest in a production company. Come here, give us loads of money, and I'll we'll double it in a week. I promise you. Well, no, I, I, how, I mean, not not a week. How? Well, yeah, it's a bit longer than a week. But how can John? This is the question I ask I myself feel like I'm all a the time. Session. This this is what I ask myself all the time. I, you know, I, I read quite a bit. Um, I'm reading these books and thinking, how, how, how are you published? How, like this is. Awful, awful stuff. Awful. And the same with films, obviously. Um, right, I've got a question for you. Oh, God. So if you were in a nightmare... I am in a nightmare. Hold on. If you were in a nightmare and someone told you that they're going to remake your favourite film, what would the film be? And who would the worst possible director for it be? Jaws, Kevin Smith. Oh, okay. <laughs> I felt the absolute shivers of horror come through oh. uh, the computer. Um, why Kevin Smith? 
because I think he's a fucking joke. I mean, I don't. I think he's a lovely fella, and he's he when he was a, a younger chap, and he did those small rats films and the, you know the like comedy ones. I think they're really good. I, I do really like them. Mm-hmm. I think Mall Rats is one of the greatest kind of late what's it called take late teen film around it was mm. one of the, the the films of my my youth and he does that really really well he seems to get like he's kind of like an um a, 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 a much more kind of down with the kids john hughes like he's an ox mm. john hughes i kind of like that about him but the, the the when he takes himself seriously he can fuck off he can just fuck off like Geely, that can just that that's not even talk about that. That one called that one called Red State was actually all right, to be honest. That was okay. Never seen it. Um Tusk. What the fucking hell is that? What is that? That's a man who's never who's now a, a, an established director who still thinks he can do what he wants. You can't. You can't. You've got to you've got to be good. Um the the Jay and is Silent this, Bob. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Film. The return of James Allen and Bob Strike Back had was good in places, but we're not 19 anymore, so it, it, it just didn't work and it was a mess. And he just he does he, he makes these films that have reasonably serious subject matter in them at times, and then tries to put this adolescent spin on it because and 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 it and because he doesn't really want to grow up, he wants to be seen to be cool, which is mm. fine. But don't be making serious films. Don't be making. Don't say I'm a serious director now because you're not. Yeah. You're very good at what you do. Like I did Very good at what you do. It's just a. It's not very good. <laughs> it's not he's, very. Um, he's making a new more rats film, isn't he? Why? What? Why is he doing? He's forty fucking four or something. <laughs> you. You. He is. And I, as I said, I love it. Clerks as well. Didn't like Clerks too because. It was, but yeah, he he's he's done he's done these now. You have to evolve as you can't keep going back to recapture your youth and when you were good and stuff. You have to evolve as a filmmaker. Mm. He's not. He's he he's he's becoming a bit of a hack. And at the, at the at the same time of me absolutely destroying him like I've just done. I do actually respect him. I do respect what he's done. I just don't respect what he's done in with 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 the opportunity with the opportunities that those brilliant young films, like older films mm. gave him, he hasn't done anything with it. And I, I, I resent him for that. And so right, quite um, rightly, quite yeah. rightly. So I've often wondered why Jaws has never been remade. Same with back to the future. It does. It does worry me a little bit because somebody somewhere is going to, maybe they've just been born now, the person who's going to butcher. <laughs> Granted, Jaws have, um, Jaws has a lot of sequels, which is, in fairness, awful. Yeah, but they might sort of not exist, might they? I have wondered why that's never been remade with a big CGI shark that looks like a floating turd. I just don't think. I just don't think you can. I just don't think you, there are. I think you said this if the, if the other week. There are like some untouchable films, aren't there? And um, that's. Pro- I think that's probably one of them, for sure. I think it does, my it, it, it gives me the little bit of the fear though that I don't. My, the worst film I could ever possibly imagine being remade is probably A Streetcar Named Desire, which is my absolute favourite film. Um, I don't think it's in any, any danger of getting remade at all. I really don't. And I think probably the worst director I could ever imagine is any of those dumb fucks who work for Marvel. Any single one of them. That whole conglomerate of cunts. I just could literally not imagine anything worse. And also, you can't replace Marlon Brando's biceps. You just can't oh, do it. For God's sake. You, well, you can't, John. Oh, yeah. No. I, I was getting confused between what, what, on the waterfront. Getting confused between that one. No, don't you dare. No, Street Car Names, like absolute worst. On the waterfront, still brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But it's not Street Car. Or The Exorcist, obviously. But I don't think that's in any danger of getting remade because they're doing that trilogy thing now, aren't they? Yeah, well, I mean, that's had the treatment like that. They've done, they've done sequels, they've done new, new prequels, and mm. they've done a a TV series. Um, so it, it's not untouched. It's not like mm. 
like you can you, you can remake something in other ways. Yeah, but, but like, our stuff has been left alone, hasn't it? Yeah, and but like Jaws and real timeless films. I mean, I, I was just like they do get remade. Well, a couple of them, like Sabrina. I was watching because I was going through a bit of an um. Oh Christ, I forgot a bloody name. Um. Audrey, I was going through a bit of an Audrey phase the other day, mm. so I was watching a few of hers, and I was watching Sabrina, uh, Roman Holiday, and I thought, have any of these been remade now? And I found out that Sabrina was remade in like '94 or something with Harrison Ford. Um, so it, it does happen, but wow, it's Poe as well. It's not very really good, but um, wow, we you do wonder why. I do why? definitely wonder why. Why haven't they remade a Streetcar Named Desire? Why hasn't an, um, a powerhouse actor gone, I want to really flex my, to use your term, my acting biceps, and I'm going to take on Marlon. I'm going to take on that role. Godfather as well. Dear. No, you can't remake Godfather. Some, I think some, people, some films are just masterpieces. It's like Peyton over the Mona Lisa. Thinking you can do but it this, better, but, but, but this is this is my this is my point, right? I wouldn't remake something that was just popular as tripe. I'm not saying no, Nightmare on Elm Street is because it's it's legendary. If I was going to do a remake, I'd remake something that was going to challenge me, and I'd remake something. I, would, I don't think I'd do Jaws because come on, um, I don't know what film would I remake. Just give me after give me a second with that one. I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here in silence and think about it, but. Um, <laughs> What did I remake? Terminator Genesis. Um, no, I just delete that from the world. <laughs> I don't. I don't because I don't, I don't. I don't really believe in the remake. I believe in celebrating the films that we've got. And if you're going to adapt them, do something with them. Mm. Do that. I mean, I don't really know about the twenty year sequel as well. Don't know about that. Which. I do like a good reboot, though. I have to admit that. I do like a reboot. <clears throat> yeah, well, I was just about to ask you, what do you think they should do next with this this franchise? Nightmare on Elm Street? Mm-hmm. Um, well, the, 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 the beauty of it is, if you, disc- Ow! If you discount um, these remake ones, or remake one, um, you still got quite a lot to work with because they created such a rich sort of, I don't want to say universe, but a rich world. So camp. I I'm I'm very into the um TV series adaptation. On it. And like yeah, uh, like oh no, wait. I am um, I I actually I think I've told you about this before when I was bladdered in the pub. I um I wrote an, um, a little thing for um John Maxwell um about like I called it a, a film and te- television event and it was based on George. You know the 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 monologue that Quint does, the Indianapolis thing. Mm. I was like, well, why can't you do that? Make that film about Quint, which is just basically going to be two hours of horrendous shark attacks, but yay. It's like, and then after that, the the film would have ended with him going to the island, him arriving on Amity Island mm-hmm. as a as an 18-year-old sort of just a demobbed sort of guy who's gone to open his fishing charter business. Um and then it was going to be a TV series from then. I have no problem with that. I don't understand why they can't do that more. That's that's what I like. Like TV's where it's at. Yeah. You you take these sensational films, these absolutely brilliant films, and then you adapt them your way to TV. I've got a Terminator one as well. I've got God, I've got a few. Got James Bond one as well. Agents, if you listen. All right, stop trying to flog yourself. I've got to do something. Um, but yeah, that's I don't mind that. But as as a as a remake. And I do think I, I do like some remakes. Texas Chainsaw Massacre immediately come to mind. Um, me personally, then they're, they're not something that I would do. However, if someone offered me a job to do one, I would do it, and I'm very, very cheap. Um, <laughs> but if I was like, like was very like, cheap though, if I was like a pick me project sort of thing, I wouldn't do that. I, don't, I think it, it would it, it would definitely be a TV show for me all the way. Yeah. I, I yeah I I do I do respect that. There's a fair few coming. Out. I mean, um, I watched one the other the other week because I was bored and lonely and stuff, and um, it was um, 
a swamp thing it was have you have you seen it no i've um i've seen it it's on prime isn't it yeah it's very 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 good like i was very impressed and that's based on a pretty naff but very enjoyable film so i'm not i'm um, not playing it yet john <laughs> don't panic i'm just getting I'm, it ready and yeah i i like i like the the tv series I think I, I think the thing with the TV series would be deciding where and when you were going to set this because the original film is Springwood, California. By the time you get to the Freddy's Dead, it's actually supposed to be set in Ohio for some random reason. Thank you very much, Rachel Tallalay, for that absolute destruction of an original. Um, and yeah, I, I, it's, it's where and when and how much... It, like, are you just going to pay respect to the original film or what are you going to do? What are you deciding to do? For me, original film, sway of the rest. Which is... I nodded then. <laughs> which is... I forgot I was on recording. Completely goes against absolutely everything I believe in because people have put so much work into those other films, as I've always, always said. But... You can, because of, because of the, the nature of this film, it is not set in the real world. It's mostly set in the dream world. For that reason, you can, I think. And I've always said to you, the only time that a direct sequel to the original would actually work is in this series, is in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Because the other films, you can logically illogically <laughs> excuse those films from your continuity um due to the nature of the of the film that that, that we're dealing with another thing is right it's this, this this is probably the the one of the things that really gripes on me a bit you, you the the arrogance of these especially with a film like this which is just awful in every way um to assume that you what you're doing is is how this should be done. Yes, you've got a vision, and yes, you're doing it. That'll be better. But you've got your audience there. Do some focus groups. Ask them mm. what they want. What the fans want. That's what the that's the first question any remake should ever have. What mm -hmm. would the fans want? You're not when you when you make an original idea yourself. You are the the, the father of that that you, you you know best with that when you're remaking something that other people love you 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 work for them you you go to the i mean short of going around every nightmare on elm street fan and asking them what they want to do which is just kind of what they should do to be honest yes but have a few focus groups ask them what they want put it i mean they're not exactly quiet people are they they're not like introverted people they'll go to fucking these conventions Ask them to see what they want. What you want? What you want from the night? We're going to do a remake. We we are going to do this for you. We mm -hmm. know how much you love this. And it's just Michael Bay. Just it's it's the the arrogance of that man knows no bounds anymore. It really doesn't. And he just he's he's twisted so many either already established film franchises, childhood toys, childhood TV series, and he's just. He, he he thinks that everything he does is 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 how it should be, and it's not. These things don't belong to you, mate. They belong mm. to us. And I think the, the the time of Hollywood not being accountable to its fans is over. Like there are so many people who do what we do and talk about films and offer our ideas and have our complaints. You you. I mean, they don't think they need to be accountable, but there is going to become a time where you will have to be accountable and not just in the boardroom when it comes to the box office takings, when you're actually dealing with fans. People, there are backlashes now all the time. There were backlashes to Terminator Dark Fate. There were backlashes to when they announced the um, the reboot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that seems to have just died and dissolved. Um I think I spoke to you well, the other I mean, day about what they're doing with Firefly. Like now it belongs to yeah, Disney. Yeah, I was gonna, just about to bring that up. Yeah. yeah, they're going to remake it and make it family friendly, which is it's not what Firefly was. So if it didn't have a fan base then, and you were completely well, it did, but it was a small fan base. Why are you then alienating the fan base who have said to you for years, "Bring Firefly back"? Why would you choose to alienate yeah. them? It's, what is wrong so, with you? It's so bizarre that the, the yeah. All you've got to do is open a message board and you'll see these opinions mm -hmm. and they all pretty much say 
on, on every the, the pretty consensus they all say the same thing most of them and you can see def what the fans want they're mm. just purposely not looking and not listening to get the money from your pocket people are still going to go and see them because they've got the name that's, and, that's it. and they're going to yeah. and i how many times have you been in a line for the cinema and you go and you hear someone behind you go let's see how they fucked this one up how many times have you heard that well, like, I've, had a, you, I've heard you, it a few times when it, it was not warranted. Like, you know, when we went to see um, The Many Saints of Newark and people oh, were walking yeah. out going, what the fuck was that? I was like, watch the show, you fucking idiots. Yeah. But um, yeah, people didn't really understand that. It's one, it's one of those. So I think what we should do is we should go to our... Oh, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I haven't even pressed the button. I think we should um, go to our vote. There we go, John. You're safe I now. I was prepared. <laughs> Absolute prick. It was dead loud, that as well. I know. I, I fucking I know. hate that noise. I adore it. Thank you. Um, okay, so you, you go. Nightmare on, Elm, Nightmare on Elm Street. Is it Nightmare Cinema? Would you stay for the popcorn or is it a certified nightmare in the opinion of one John Dunn? Well, it has to, it is, it's, I mean, it's worse than a certified nightmare. It's a certified fucking disaster. It's, <laughs> it's a, a, a lazy cobbled together cash in that rips off people I like. And it's, it's, it's one, it's one of the shittest remakes I've ever seen. And one of the shittest films, everyone responsible should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> What do you think make what do you think is the main driving force behind it being so crap? It's just it, well, it's made by a music video director for a start who doesn't understand kind of the intricacies of and the art of filmmaking. Um it's it's a vague mishmash story that's just makes you question every every kind of turn that they do with this, like, why are you doing that? Why aren't you doing that? What are you doing that? Um, they underuse a very, very good cast mm. and completely underuse Clancy Brown, who is just, mm. and Connie Britton, who are just mm-hmm. brilliant. Um, and it's just, it's just rushed and it's, it's generic and it's boring and it's dull and it makes me want to die inside. And it's just, it's, it's, it's because, right, it hurts even more because. We we watched uh, we did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. which which was just uh, you understand now after watching shite like this, just how good that is and how well how well executed the whole thing was. Yeah, I agree. I think it's so easy to understand why a lot of people don't like remakes and they sort of tarnish remakes with the same brush. Um, it's sometimes unwarranted. But in this case, I do feel it is warranted. Um, oh, that's absolutely warranted yeah. in this case. So for me, I would agree it is certified nightmare, I'm afraid. Um, and I do think that is down to a lot of what Robert Englund got away with in the original franchise um, and what this now what this is now part of. But a lot of it is also down to the writing as well. It was just not sharp enough. Yeah. Just, I mean, enough. there were no, just, no, not one character had an arc, not one. Yeah, I've just pointed a, an accusing finger at Michael Bay there, but he produced Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. He's done so some good just, stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's just who he gets because he's, he's the boss. He, he is the, we know that. But, but that's early on, just, isn't it? Yeah, it's just that's who just... they get to to execute the film. Kind of fans to do it. Or get does he just get... give less fucks each year? Well, <laughs> he probably does because who's asked his paychecks coming in, his house is paid for, he can buy that brand new car, you know. Afford a few cars, though. Okay, probably afford a car company to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so it's your turn next, John. What are we discussing in our next episode? Um, I, I think we're doing the Amityville Horror, aren't we? Oh. I love this film, and it's not just because Ryan Reynolds cuts it wood with his top off. It's got something for everyone in this film because I have a confession to make. 
I have been in love with Melissa George for a long time now, and she is, it's its a criminal offence that she hasn't been in more films, because I think she's brilliant. If you ever, if you want to watch a film, a brilliant film with her in, watch A Lonely Place to Die, fantastic. Or another good one with her in, uh, Triangle. She Triangle! Loved it. Get out my eye. I'm not even speaking to her anymore. Loved it. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we'll be back in two weeks time we're with... going to go and have a fight now yeah I think we're naked and with oils why have you always got to gay things up <laughs> am I allowed to say that I don't know bye bye happy new year by the way to everyone listening thank you for oh, yeah. all of the continued support you have been rather impressive to say the least no oh, that's so true so true um it was nice that to see really... we had we had some really good responses to our um Christmas uh, special episode so that was nice um okay thank you everyone bye big kiss <laughs>